welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's back. Here it comes. In all its glory. <laughs> all that preparation. All that studying. All those mock drafts. All those podcasts. Oh, you listen to the podcast. Oh, this podcast in particular. <laughs> oh, God. Everything we've been getting ready for, all for this. 2017 fantasy football season. It's about to begin. Browns are going to be sweet. It's back, baby. Football. It's back. 2017 dynasty season's upon us. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Yes, we're back. Uh-huh. We're back and better than we were yesterday, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's here. It's finally here. I can't believe it. I can. Time flies at you fast when you're having fun. Actually, I can't believe it. It happens every year. <laughs> <laughs> Same song, too. What do you know? Oh, weird. Uh, so it's uh, starting Thursday, which is going to be uh, tomorrow. If you're listening to the day, this is going to be dropped. Sure. Uh, we told you this show was going to come out Thursday. Surprise. Surprise. It's Wednesday. And we're here. Things change. Yeah, you know, schedules change, fancy football drafts change, all kinds of weird things. I mean, change. they they're talking about maybe even changing that uh, Miami game. Who, hey, yeah, Miami. Easy come, easy go. You know, right here. You want to play week one? Uh, t- you know what? You guys have worked real hard this training camp. <laughs> take a bye. Just take a bye. Week one bye. Has that has that been figured out yet? Last I heard, it was kind of up in the air whether I not heard they're going to either play at a neutral site or they they both have the same bye week. Bye week, yeah. yeah. I saw like there's a Jeff Darlington report saying that they were going to do the bye week. That'd be weird. so. That'd be a horrible. Could you I imagine heard, being that team? Like either one of those teams where right. no, to just move it to a dome. Right. Like where does do Saints play at home? What the Georgia Dome? They could. I mean, they should be able to anywhere move it somewhere. Yeah, dude. Hey, they can. Like a play in my backyard. I mean, I would ra- if I was like the home team. I would rather lose a home game and you know play at a neutral site than play a game that's- sixteen weeks straight. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of rough. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget about the Dolphins. Forget about the Buccaneers for a minute. Right. Let's worry about myself here. All right. The important things. Today's show is uh, can you talking about the twenty seventeen seasons upon us? And there's nothing better than bust out this old. Well, not old. Has been dusted off crystal ball and make some bold predictions oh my gosh i mean everybody else is doing it why can't we bold, be bold too i guess so yeah i mean i can't be physically gifted so i might as well be bold <laughs> am i correct <laughs> you're definitely correct so let's get yeah. into uh before we get some news and notes so let's talk about the last time you're gonna hear us talk about this probably for a little while because now the season's upon us is our good friend Maisie. Yeah. that's right if you listen to this app a lot you know damn well what we're talking about because you've already probably got it. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. M a z e y the app. It's amazing. If you're just tuning in today because this is the first time you heard our show and you want to just like listen how glorious we are, well, one, we are glorious, and two, Maisie's <laughs> an amazing app. It's an app you want to download. Uh, it's a communica- communications app. It's a right. great way to communicate with not only people in your life that you see on a regular basis. Maybe you want to like have like you know you have a football team or a chess club or a basketball league or a book club. Or, you know, you have a your, your kid your kid's soccer uh team. Whatever yeah. whatever it is. 
for the most part, just about anybody you don't want to give your phone number to, which is most people in life. You don't give your phone number to those people. Right. And you want to be able to communicate to those people either on an individual or a group basis. Maisie is the app for you. You simply download it. It's free. That's right. Free. Not many things in life are free today. This is one of them. If you go to the mall, food, little samples, free all the time. Other things, not so much. Maisie, totally free. That's that's pretty good. Maisie allows you to communicate with any kind of group you want to start it off with for free. Basically, it's like text messaging people uh, anytime you want. Right, it comes absolutely. up as a text message. It just comes up with a nice group little message. notification. Right. And those group messages, we don't talk about that every week, too. Those group messages, you can label them like, okay, trades, sure. uh, general topics, uh, people you don't like, include everybody in that part of the group except for the person you don't like. Uh, and then the course, the best part is direct messaging. You know, you can go in the group, you can go to the group message and say, Hey, uh, dude, I'm really looking for a receiver. If anybody got one, hit me up. Boom. You get that message first. You click on that person's name. You hit direct message. You hey just, dude. Hey, I got somebody. This I've is, got this sandwich right. totally going to offer to you for player X. And they're going to be like, wow, that does look like a delicious sandwich. Right. Meanwhile, you're thinking it's a poop sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. I know. Like, I know how your mind works. You're you're are gauging my interest. Mm-hmm. What would I do without Maisie? What would I have done if Dynasty Nerds did not tell me about this glorious app? It really does get things moving. I just made a trade the other day through uh, Maisie. Through Maisie. Yeah, it, it is. I've heard multiple people tell me that it helped save their league. Uh, that it has made their league better. That's the number one feedback I've gotten so far. Is Maisie has made my app my league better right uh it just it's really like engaged the group talk and it's helped a lot like with trade interest because remember the one of the fun parts about dynasty is just trading we see it all the time hashtag dynasty trades it's a huge huge one of my good friends uh via twitter eric at dynasty trades look look how many tweets that dude gets uh a week talking looking for some help right dynasty trades want to know why because that's how you build a dynasty roster what's a better way what's how do you make dynasty trades um, communication, man. Yeah, you, you got to communicate. It's the only way to do it. Right. And that, like I said, I, I, when I made the trade earlier this week, it, it was in our the Superflex, the Dynasty Nerds Superflex League, and that's all listeners. You know, I, they, they're people we don't necessarily know and have their phone numbers, so I wouldn't have been able to communicate directly to that person. Send I could email, right? And who checks right? Yeah. who checks their emails and anything like that? You know, like <laughs> it's very unreliable. Not my wife. I think my wife. I have like. You know, I have like OCD about some things. Sure. Like I can't have a lot of emails like show like the little bar oh number. Oh my gosh. My wife has got 3,000 yeah. emails. When I see that, I like, I pan, I'm like, what are you? I have zero notifications on my phone. I'm in the exact same way. If I have a not- notification, I have to touch I it and get to, rid yeah, of it. I have to get rid of it. I have it. to get rid of the number. I have, I have to, to get, get rid, rid of, it. of it. Yeah. My, my wife, very similar. One time I looked at her phone, she had like 1,241 emails. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you? Check your emails. She's like, I looked at the heading. I'm like, what, what do you mean? The delete it. <laughs> God. How do you like? How long does it even take to go through and like? Okay, say you no just, idea. Say you just want to read the heading, right? Yeah. And then mark it. Like you hit mark, mm-hmm. you check all. You just go through mark, 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 mark. Like just to read twelve hundred of those. You'd be there all day. People are insane. Yeah. But now to make your now say you have three thousand emails, you can't go through all those looking for trade messages. You need Maisie. Absolutely. You need Maisie in your life. M A Z E Y. It's a great way to keep your leg your league flowing. Great way to make trades. And remember, now that the season's upon us, you're going to be making a lot of trades. Sure. Or at least throwing trade offers. And listen, you should Injuries always... are going to happen. There's going to be yes. a lot of things. Uh, you know, the contenders are really going to separate themselves here. And Maisie's going to become very important in these trade uh, discussions. Just had a draft yesterday, and I saw I was like, pretty weak at tight end uh, in this league, but really strong at running back. Immediately scanned the draft and saw the guy who had Gronk was super weak at running back. He literally has like two starters and a backup, and that's it. I went up to him after the draft. I'm like, listen, buddy, 
you're gonna be hearing from me real soon. <laughs> Download Maisie because I'm gonna be hitting you up. Ask for Gronk when so and so gets hurt. He's like, he's not gonna get hurt. I'm like, when it happens. I tap my I tap my bag. He's like, what's in there? I'm like, crystal ball. Crystal balls, of course. Ball singular. Oh, Stop it, you yeah. per- Come on, family show here. I forgot. Uh, there was so, an accident. There's only one. So as the last time we tell you. Go download Maisie. It's free. I promise you, you'll thank us later. That's it. It's a Rich Dotson guarantee. So Maisie, M-A-Z-E-Y, download it. Check it out. You'll be so happy you did. Even when fantasy football is over, if you just don't use it, like not just for your dynasty league, you'll incorporate it in your life in other ways as well. Sure. Let's get into it. Let's do this. News and notes, shall we? Absolutely. All right. So uh, first up, Joe Williams. I know. See ya bit disappointed had you know high what? hopes for this guy Dude, there's always a guy that gets super hyped throughout the season preseason gets shot up the rookie draft boards and then just phew, that's well it. that's the kind of fickle nature of a shanahan i think um running back you know he showed that he's got a fumbling issue he fumbled a few times there in the preseason i'm guessing this was a minor in general we know what the injury is I think it's a phony injury, to be honest. I mean, he tricked us, man. He was trying to trade up for him. Had SI articles all in here saying about what we did to go get him. Built him up. Put him on this cloud like he's a beautiful angel. Right. He came falling down. Came falling down, man. and all. It happens. So um, he's on IR. He's going to get stashed there uh, pretty much all year. Maybe... You know, there's still a shot for this guy next year. It's not like definitely still a shot right. for him next year. We don't know what's gonna happen with Carlos Hyde. We don't know what's gonna go on. Maybe they bring Matt Brady in. We'll see. We'll know very much how they feel is how what they do in the draft as well. I agree. Um so Joe Williams in this time, at least if you if you don't have taxi squads, you can stash him on your IR. So it's not a loss. I agree. Um Rico Gathers as well. We talked about him before, he's gonna be coming back because of the concussion. Right. Not so fast. Uh, uh, uh. So this is a, yeah, it must have been a pretty bad concussion, or the, the you know this is another guy that they just they just maybe didn't think he was quite ready for prime time, and they're going to stash him, you know. And either one of these guys can be guys that come back too. So it's not necessarily hey these guys are gone for the year. They're you know they're not limited to just the one anymore either for yeah. IO return guys. So True. so the, you know either one of these guys could be you know viable later on in the year. Uh, likely not. Likely viable. not, but um, who viable knows? is a really not a strong word. Well, you never know what happens to the guys in front of them. You know what I mean? Injuries could happen to, to the starters, True. and then they, you know, all of a sudden there's a necessity there, and, and they bump the guys up off IR. Fair. All right. Um, there was a surprising cut, a really surprising cut. I was at the Family Fun Center with my kids, and I saw a break. Jonathan Williams cut from the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I'm he like, was. No. Yeah. I'm like, who? Uncle Chaps, stop it. <laughs> sure enough, everywhere he got cut. Yeah. Not happy. Don't even know what happened. I honestly don't know either. Um, you know, there was some speculation that maybe it was some, you know, he's had some off the field baggage as well, you know, dating back to his college years. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, so Mike Tolbert's the number two there. And who's the other guy? Joe, uh, Joe Banyard or something? Joe Banyard. Yeah. yeah. I picked him up where I could. Uh, yeah, not very inspiring behind Shady. Showed you, uh, shows you Shady's in a rock a ton. If Shady does get hurt, look for those guys just kind of like, eh, they're going to not do anything. Committee it, and yeah, it almost seems like the Buffalo Bills are tanking, destined for crap this year. Yeah, them and the Jets are like, the, the Jets are like, we're going to have the number one pick, and then the, the Bills are like, 
Not, Not so, so fast. fast. We, can get rid of, we can get rid of some of these good players and meet you there. Oh, you're, you're cutting players too? Mm-hmm. Oh, watch this. <laughs> hey, Sammy, kick rocks. <laughs> hey, Jonathan Williams, I know you're not that great, but you can kick rocks too. <laughs> Don't wink at my wife. Uh, but interesting enough, he signs with Denver's practice squad for $500,000. Yeah, that's a hefty um, practice squad yeah. salary right there. Look for him getting a bump soon. I would imagine. The 53-man roster. Yep. So still interesting being in Denver. Still a very interesting spot to be. You know, it's weird. I mean, they have a um, they have Jamal Charles on that, and his his. I don't know if he got guaranteed money or not, but if he's there on the the fifty three man roster on you know by like tomorrow, he's guaranteed for the whole season. So let's not talk about Jamal Charles yet because I have a bold prediction. Okie dokie, and that's what the show is all about, isn't it? All right, that? let's uh, move on then. Okay, so um, there's some trades and a sign in. Uh, Jermaine Curse gets traded to the Jets, and Jeremy Curley signs with the Jets. Right. A lot of J's going on there. A lot of J's, so maybe they're not tanking those Jets. They're actually bringing in a couple of players that can play wide receiver. Yeah, fair enough. I so mean, it's kind of like pick your poison. I mean, they're going to be down a lot of points. They'll be chucking the ball up late, right? So look for them to get some garbage points right there, which m- might make Curley or Curse or Robbie Anderson actually viable for your fantasy team's I'd pay attention uh, to see what kind of rapport he can get with one of those guys just because, again, they're going to be trailing games. They're going to blow donkey balls. And uh, I think as long as Josh McCown's quarterback, they may have, hold a little bit of value, but I don't see, I don't even think they, have, they hold any value if one of the other two guys gets in. Oh, no, no. That's what I'm saying with Josh McCown yeah. rapport. I mean, McCown's going to last at least one and a half games. One and a half to three. That's like the max yeah, for him. For sure going to get a boo-boo. Yes, that's, he will. That's that, those blades of grass can be very deadly. This they time can be sharp. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all about your landscape. You got to watch out. Um, so just like a, a situ- situation to be paying attention to, to a point of maybe I'll get some value out of that. Other news to watch. Uh, Jeremy Hill listed as the number one running back amongst the depth chart for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. You know, not a huge surprise. I think um, this is. Surprised. Are you? I think it's kind of one of those. Um, you know, rookie has to earn it type of things. I guess, but you know, I, I thought you'd like let him earn it through the preseason, and then like Hill's like terrible stats. Just here, here's the thing: I think he's just gonna eat just enough into like Joe Mixon's carries, where like I'm somewhat worried about even using them early on in the year. I think it's gonna be hard to use them early on in the year, but I think it'll be evident by you know game three or four that Joe Mixon's just better. Mm. And we'll talk about that okay. in bold predictions. Alrighty. Building it up. Mm-hmm. Teasers. It's like a really uh masculine chest and I'm wearing like a low cut shirt. Got some cleavage showing. That's not teasing me at all. Not you. Okay. But the ladies. All right. Moving on. There's another trade yeah. in the NFL. Right. Jacoby Brissett for Philip Dorsett. Brissett and Dorsett. Oh god. They come in a set. Guaranteed to what the bed? Yeah, that almost that almost flowed, man. I wrote in my notes: Damn. if Rich starts to sing, make sure to stop him. Set and door set. There's a song in there somewhere. Somewhere. Either way, they both will wet the bed. Neither of this is news. Jacoby Brissett is an insurance agency because uh, insurance policy. Jacoby. He's in, no, he's an agency. He owns the whole damn thing. Oh, all okay. Right. He is Geico. We're gonna all call right. him Geico. Uh, he's going to go to Indy. We don't know if Andrew Luck's going to play, right? Right. No, I, I think absolutely. I think they've seen enough out of Scott Tolzien to say, hey, this guy stinks, and we can't go into any sort of long-term 
game plan with this guy as our starting yeah, quarterback. He is Haleontosis. That's that's bad breath. He's always yeah, he stinks. Yeah. Like that. That that's right. how bad he is. Nonstop. Okay. It's not fixable. Right. Eat all the mints he wants, he's still gonna suck. So they bring him Brissett, who showed a little bit with New England. I agree. Uh, yeah. which is a nice little insurance agency to luck. And listen, there's a chance he gets some reps here once he learns the offense because we don't know when Luck's gonna come back. Uh they said one to four games. They said I saw a report from like that Dr. Chu guy who's on Twitter who makes like sports right, doctor right. stuff. He said he won't he won't be a healthy hundred percent until week twelve. I took Andrew Luck in the first round of the Scott Fishbowl. I'm not happy about this. Not happy at all. But life goes on. No, I mean depending on when that depending on when that draft was, that may not have been a horrible if that was if that draft would happen four 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 or five weeks ago or something like that, then you know, we don't you didn't have the information that we have now, which is yeah. hey, he's not gonna be ready for the beginning of the season. And most likely they that he he probably had a setback of some kind and they just aren't telling us. Probably. Because he should have been He's off pup though. He should have physical. Because well, they don't want to close the door on the beginning of the season. Yeah, right. Wink wink. I'm winking at you. Right. Um This is they can't see me on the other side of the mic. I know. He he quote unquote passed his physical enough to get yeah. off the pup list. So. We don't let our personal conversations get out into the air. Well I'm well, I'm sorry. You have to double wink so I know it's an <laughs> actual <laughs> <laughs> secret between you and I. <laughs> I just feel good double winking. One wink just I, I feel like I have to tell everybody. Uh, I, like a double wink lets people know like hey, but like in a fun way. Like <laughs> <laughs> You look like an idiot doing that. <laughs> I feel like an idiot doing it. Um yeah, so Philip Dorsett's a New England Patriot, but he'll be a Patriot for a long time. <laughs> the double wink. I wasn't <laughs> supposed to say anything. <laughs> Uh, let's get to talk about some more news and notes, shall we? Uh, some with a little bit more relevance, maybe? Sure. How about Willie Sneed getting suspended for three games? I know. So this kind of came out of nowhere. I guess it had to do with a offseason Dewey? Dewey? Yeah, I think so. That like, never came out, right? Yeah. Dude, it was just one day, so NFL you, woke up uh, yeah. like, abracadabra, bam, Willie Sneed's gone. Yeah, so, I mean, this kind of puts a little bit of a wrinkle in your and my little bet. Um, uh, a bet's a bet. A bet is a bet because I still think my bold prediction is Willie Sneed's still going to outproduce what did, what Ted What we bet? We haven't set the parameters. Okay, listen. Listen. The buck stops here, dude. The season starts tomorrow. It, yeah. Let's bet. Let's bet. Let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Okay. Before we get into the bold predictions. Okay, here, here's the bet. Here's the bet. I have it. In week... Whatever the last home, home Browns game is. Yes. If you win. Yes. I'll go to that game with you. Because you ask me almost every year and I'm, I always say no. And you'll pay for the ticket? Oh, I got to pay for the ticket too? All right. You just go. All right. Okay. And if I win, I don't have to go. <laughs> All right. As per usual. That's a deal. That is a deal. All right. Yeah. When you have Brown season tickets. That week sixteen there, that last week's game is always hard to get rid of. Dude, sometimes just finding somebody to go with you is hard. <laughs> I'll go with you this year. <laughs> I've had tickets for so long, and I, if at that point Willie Sneed is 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 not beating Ted Ginn, I'm like, will you pay for the ticket? <laughs> I've never been paid for a Browns ticket ever. <laughs> I, I might even pay for my ticket. We'll my see like, how generous I'm feeling. Well, I was time. like, why don't you ever charge anybody to go to the game with you? I'm like, because then nobody would go to the game with me. <laughs> Dude, that'd be bad. 
Yeah. Come on, wife. Yeah, she does. Get hip. She does not understand. Yeah, the only game she ever wants to go to is opening day. Yep. That's the only game somebody really wants to go to. Right. She what? just takes it away from me. The weather's nice. Yeah, she'll be with me yep. opening day. Sure will. I was going to come down to the ESPN studios and sit, and sit there while I do the show. Oh, that's fine. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know the show's an hour long, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's fine. Oh, damn. You know it's oh, going to well. be uh, sunny and nice out? I know, I know. Damn. Yeah, yeah. She's not picking up what I'm laying down. No, she's not, but that's yeah, okay. Whatever. So, Willie Sneed, he's hurt. Doesn't, besides our bet, I don't care. I'm not really big on Willie Sneed this year anyways, right. personally. I don't think he's been doing that great of a year. Even if he wasn't spending three games. Now all I know is at least I have somebody to go to Week 17 with me. Yep. But no, that Week 17 game is away. Well, I said whatever the last game is. Fair enough. Whatever it is. But we don't know. The, okay, so our bet goes up until the last game, Browns game. Right, until okay. the, the last Browns game. We have proof. This is documented it is. orally. Yep. Um, more news and notes. Zeke is still in the news. We'll, maybe today when people are listening to this, we'll have a verdict, but uh, we don't know. I feel like it's going to get reduced. I said a month ago, my bold prediction when it came out was that it was 100% going to get reduced. So I still feel I, pretty good about it. I actually feel now, I don't know why I feel it. I, just, I feel it in my bones. He's going to get like a two, three game suspension at the most. Wouldn't even surprise me if it just gets completely wiped out. Really? Wow. I, I would be surprised, to be honest. Cause okay, I I'd be a little surprised. Yeah. I, I mean, I just don't think. Um, I, I think. I think the commissioner has the power to do this based on the collective bargaining agreement. And if it, if Tom Brady didn't beat it, I don't see why Zeke is all of a sudden going to beat it. I just feel like the, the proof's just it's, not there. It's this. They're not arguing the proof. That's the thing. Oh, they're not? Once they get it to the courts, the courts are, are ruling on hmm. whether or not Roger Goodell has the power to okay, even hand this. off this stuff. It might carry out so long where he displays. It very well could be that, you know, they, they get a stay and um, the suspension, you know, gets carried out next year kind of similar Stay tuned. To, right. Follow me on Twitter. Similar I won't tweet about Zeke, but oh, I'll just tweet about other stuff. All right. Like fantasy stuff. All right. One so anyway, back one, to one back time, to the news and notes. One time, can you stop talking every time I talk? I can see you trying to do it. All right, I'll sit here and be quiet. Yeah. All right. Well, it's your Jer- show too. Yeah, Jeremy McNichols got released. He's terrible. Yes, he is. So, you and I have been kind of low on this guy to begin with, and a lot of people out there have they thought he'd be the one to take over, you know, Doug Martin's job and all that. Yep. But now he is gone, and he signed to the 49ers practice squad. Yep. So what do you think about that? I don't know. Can I talk? Yeah, you can talk. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yep. Uh, you can't pass block. Wasn't dynamic in the run game. Kind of small. And he wasn't catching the ball. And he wasn't catching the ball. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy McNichols is a name two years from now will have completely forgotten besides that one episode of Hard Knocks when he was FaceTiming Snoop Dogg. That's it. That's it. Highlight yeah. of his career. And I did not watch that, so I, I won't even have that. You don't. Nope. Hard Knocks ends tonight. It's Tuesday night. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see me get cut. Cool. So, yeah. Like, literally, he just, I mean, I guess it's news and notes. It was a rookie. He was taking the fifth round. Uh, he's cut. Uh, I've seen this happen probably 200, 300 times in my life. No, yeah, And absolutely. these guys amount to nothing. When you when you get to the, you know. Squad douche. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round of guys, those guys come and go. And, you know, some of them you never hear of again. Some of them resurface on other teams and become good. It's kind of... You are correct, sir. But he is one of those ones that I see as adiosing. See you later. Now, somebody did get caught was kind of surprised that did actually do well in the preseason, not not 
crapped the bed like McNichols was Casey Williams, uh, right. Seattle Seahawks receiver, mm-hmm. was great out as PFF's top receiver in the preseason. Surprisingly, got caught. Richard Sherman didn't like it. Tweeted about it. Said this makes no sense. I think they were, you know, going to plan on trying to sneak him through and, and get him onto the practice squad. But the Browns came in and swooped in and, and got. How him. silly was, was that thought process in the first place, right? And because right, he was great. I was a top receiver. Everybody uses pro football focus in the NFL. Right. Uh, Browns had first dibs on a waiver wire. Boom, swooped him right up. Especially after, I mean, and then they go out and trade Jermaine Kirch as well. So I mean, you know, obviously they think they have some pretty decent wide receiver depth there which i mean they, do. they do yeah doug baldwin tyler lockett paul richardson paul richardson i mean yeah. it gives you some confidence if you own paul richardson haven't got anything out of him gives you some confidence tyler lockett has showed well at times sure i'll uh, give you some confidence in him mm-hmm. as well and if you're a jimmy graham owner getting confident yeah absolutely. Uh, but casey williams showed really really well in the preseason goes to a browns team that needs help at receiver listen right Kenny Britt, we we're like, hey, he had a thousand yards in LA. Why can't have a thousand yards in Cleveland? Shows up in Cleveland, doesn't look like he could do anything. Let's all he's done all preseason is is really just get penalties and 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 not look good at all. So yeah. I'm not sure Kenny Britt is really acclimating himself to the system very well yet, or or what. But he doesn't look all that. Good. You know, the Browns cut Rashard Higgins. Uh, he they brought, him, a, they brought a, him back on the, the practice, practice squad. squad, former fifth mm-hmm. round pick. And so now, I mean, he's basically his competition is recently traded for Sammy Coates, which we'll talk about next. Uh, Ricardo Lewis, Corey Coleman, and Kenny Britt. So it's not like there's a lot ahead of him right. for him to show. Maybe right. he can find his way into the slot. Who knows? And, and was, I mean, especially long term because Britt is. At best, a you know a two year gap filler. At the best, at best, he may only be one year for one year. You may, may be pulling that Dwayne Bow, right? Uh, so look for Casey Williams not early in the year, but the second half of the year. I will say this: I went through every league I was in and went and picked him up. Not only because he was a Brown, is because he showed some talent. He sure did. Uh, he can go up and get the ball. Kaiser could throw the ball deep, so so the, throws a really good out route. Uh, I'd pay attention to that. I'd pick up Casey Williams in your league, stash him in the bottom if you can, and don't throw away early. There's other turds you can get rid of throughout the year. Uh, and speaking of that, they traded for Sammy Coates. Sammy Coates, another deep, th- another deep threat for uh, Kaiser to throw to. Unfortunately, this guy can't catch. Yeah, this, this is uh, this is my uh, Sammy Coates impression. Ready? Oh, I'm running so fast. Look at me go! I'm so fast. Oh, see a defensive back. Oh, the ball's coming to me. I must. Oh. Oh, I almost had it. You're good at impersonating people. And pushing people, too. And pushing people. Uh, Yeah, Sammy Coates, Will Fuller, they all got the same names. Speed Demons. Speed Demons that can't catch. Can get behind the backfield. I mean, the defensive backfield. The ball comes to them, and they drop it. So here's the thing. I mean, even though, I mean, yes, for fantasy purposes, um, you know, you don't really want to have anything to do with Sammy Coates, obviously. But it... It does play a role. You know, they still have to send a guy out there. Yeah. He can't just, you know, it's not like nobody can cover him. Somebody's got to be out there. For the same reason Marquise Goodwin has value this year, for the same reason you might think uh, Will Fuller would have some value. If you like Will Fuller, you have to like Sammy Coach. You got to like Marquise Goodwin, right? Sure. You got to like these guys. Right. And I will say this because Sammy Coach came out. There's a story here saying he came out and said, I think this was a couple days ago, uh, I would. I, somebody asked him about the drops. He's like, I played with two broken fingers last year in my left hand. So he, did. he had he had surgery and stuff at the end. Of the yeah. Year. So we will. So maybe they had something to do with it. I can't. I could barely catch a football with two good hands. Sure. So with two fo- broken fingers, I'm in the bed. Right. Until they're healed, I can't do anything. 
Well, you're not physically gifted, though. No. So no. I mean, that's Mm-mm. that's not that's gifted. a thing. I mean, that's that's, that's real. Yeah. So only mentally. Right. I'm not even verbally gifted oh, because no. No. I have I have you talk a like speech you got, impediment. Yeah, you talk like you got peanut butter in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, Sammy Coates, interesting. Right. But you know, it's kind of like it's weird. You know, like Brown's like, hey. We'll trade you, Justin Gilbert. <laughs> hey. And Steelers are like, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll give you Sammy Coates. Right. That, that is what that amounted to because we got the. And, and the Browns just wink at him. We're like, we still got the better end of the deal. <laughs> Sammy Coates doesn't have to catch one single ball. We still got the better end of that deal. Yep. Where's Justin Gilbert today? Uh, I think he got suspended. Suspended because he's sleepy. Once yeah. He's sleeping. So practicing. Turds. Yeah. Uh, but Sammy he did, he, did, he definitely didn't have the heart for the game. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, Sammy Coates doesn't. My needle doesn't move. No, no, me neither. I think he's, I mean, obviously, like I said, I, he'll help the Browns because they'll send him deep and somebody's got to go out there and cover him and it'll open things right. up underneath. But Let me ask you this. Besides Corey Coleman, who looked good in the preseason, Kenny Britt, Ricardo Lewis, Sammy Coates, Kaysen Williams. You can pick one for your dynasty roster and only one. Who are you taking? Kaysen Williams. Me too. Ricardo me Lewis too. Um, is... He's not long for, he's not long for the roster. He's the same as Sammy Coates to me. He's they're, a slot receiver right now. In the they're, no, they're both Auburn guys. They both are mm-hmm. physically gifted players that can't really catch the ball. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, that's just what Auburn um, has produced the past listen, few years. Too much talk about the Browns. Okay. Um, too much talk about the Browns. We got a couple. We just have a couple. We can we can hit these quick. Hit it with the high. Um, so Matt Jones was released finally from the Washington Redskins, and he ended up on the Colts. Interesting. Kind of like uh, that Marlon Mack kind of player. Robert Turbin's the number two. Marlon Mack showed enough. He's the number three. Now they got Matt Jones on the back end of the roster. Pay attention to see what happens. Matt Jones showed a little bit something. Has a fumbling issue, but... If he gets his fumbling issue corrected, it's not like he's he is like a bad running back. No, he's not a bad running he back. He averaged like almost four and a half yards a carry. Yeah. So, Inter- I mean... Interesting place for him. I'll it is that. an interesting place. Um, and then last but not least... Uh, Alan Hearns, it comes out that he's behind both D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole, Keelan Cole both both rookies here. So I'm, it sounds like they, they were trying to trade him yeah. before the cutdown and everything. Um, So it sounds like he's kind of fallen out of the good graces here. The, I, I mean, these happened. aren't the guys that drafted him, you know. They re-signed him. He's making $7 million this year. But, I mean, who knows what happened. If you're That's, a Marquise Lee owner... You're pretty happy. I remember I was talking earlier in the year, but dude, I don't get this. I think Alan Hearns will have more points than Marquise Lee. You should have made that bet with me because I would have lost that one sure, too. Sure, sure. I'd be going to game with you. To, I'd be going to last Browns game with you instead. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. This is so, getting tricky here. Um, good news if you own D.D. Westbrook and maybe uh, Keenan Cole is a nice little flyer. Sure, sure. Uh, and that's I it. actually did pick up Keenan Keelan Cole just because I figured the news would would spur somebody else to do it so i went ahead and picked him up do you know who i picked up in all my leagues it's because my old hoe was acting like a fool oh huh, who i put up young ho ku young ho ku man that, that joke's stolen by the way yeah you, you totally stole that uh young ho ku wins the job in uh what a great name it is perfect it's an awesome name and if you want to spell young ho ku it's just like it sounds yeah it is young, young ho ku yeah k-o-o yeah real coup that is yep Listen, he's the guy that made the backflip, forward flip, kick to the field goal post. I saw it all the videos. Yeah, uh, totally. Listen, he's a good kicker on an offense that moves the ball. I don't watch many kicker kicker videos, but I did see that one, and I watched it about three times because I 
couldn't understand it the first time I watched it. You're like, what is? Did he How did? Wait, what? 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 Is that a catapult? Was that a flip at the end? It was. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, kickers come and go, right? So, talk about a fluid situation unless you got like a Justin Tucker, Gostowski, Mason Crosby. But you want your kicker to be on a team that moves the ball well. Definitely a team like the Chargers that moves the moves the ball well and sometimes has trouble putting it in the red zone, uh, in the end zone, in, while they're in the red zone. So, Young Ho Koo. Pick him up on your waiver wire if you need a kicker. He's definitely worth it if you still have kickers in your league. There's two players that I have. Okay, so I'm almost done with all my redrafts, right? I got one tonight. Mm-hmm. I got one tomorrow. I'm right, done. Right. I'm done. I count out my leagues. I'm in 18 leagues this year. Oh, God. Ten of them are dynasty. That's all, I mean, that's awesome. I just could not keep track of all that in my head. Thank too, God for smartphones. Too much for me. Uh, so, uh. Two players I have in all my redraft leagues. Number one, Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo. He's not even anybody's. He's not even anybody's like freaking paper. You know right. What I mean? Sure. He's free. I don't have to worry about it. last pick of the draft. I'm, and every time I get it, I'm like, and I'm taking. I say it real loud. Young Ho Koo. And they're like, who? who the hell's that? I'm like, you know, fool. Don't even worry about. I it. I wish I knew that old my old ho ink. He's <laughs> <laughs> always tripping. Man, my Joke. old ho is always tripping. But my young Hoku. <laughs> I wish I would have had that bad boy. Yep. Uh, and the other player I have in every league, redraft league so far is Ty Montgomery. Yeah, man, he presents which, good value. Which gives me gets me to my first. Uh, where's the ball? <laughs> oh man, are we on to bold predictions? We're on to bold predictions. All right, all right. So I'm gonna give you the bold predictions, and you just give me the reaction. I'm gonna react to your bold predictions and, t- and tell the people why you don't have any bold predi- predictions. Well, here's the deal. You you said, hey, we're going to do bold predictions. And I'm thinking to myself, I analyze things and I think through them logically. And I don't make like big, bold predictions. I try to think things through and then I say what I think is correct. So I don't really, I'm not a bold prediction type of person. I, on the other hand, fly by the whim of my pants and just so happen to be lucky enough where I'm correct a lot of times. Yeah, you are a bold prediction person. So even proceed, though, and I will give my reaction. Even though in reality, I, uh, in reality, I do process them. My brain just moves quicker than most people. Uh, it's because you're gifted. And uh, mentally gifted. Mentally. That is. So let course. me give you my bold predictions sure. and why, and then you just give me the, the reaction. Right? Sure. You're the fan base. I'm the superstar. All right. Okay. Don't pass out. Don't cry. I'll try not to go Beatlemania. Thank you very much. All over you. I prefer Michael Jackson mania over Beatlemania. That's just me. All right. Uh, First bold prediction is Ty Montgomery will finish this year as a top six fantasy running back. All my predictions are based on PPR, by the way. I was going to say, obviously, this is PPR. Listen, here's an example. Why? Danny Woodhead, right? Sure. Danny Woodhead has finished the year as a top three running back three times in his life, mostly on just catching the football, right? Mm-hmm. If Danny Woodhead they didn't sign, re-sign James Starks, and they would have signed Danny Woodhead, the the, the, the Packers, and they're like, okay, Danny Woodhead's on a Packer, and still they, they re-signed Eddie Lacy. People will be jumping up through their air saying, Danny Woodhead's going to be a top three fantasy running back again and just in PPR. Ty Montgomery could do all those things when it comes to catching the football. He's a former wide receiver. He also is packed on about 10 pounds of weight. I've been preaching Ty Montgomery, obviously, throughout this whole process in a dynamic offense that has tons of offensive weapons that prevent you from packing the box. And Aaron Rodgers moves very well. I can find that dump off to the running back easily. It shows you why kind of like James Starks had some value uh, 
a lot of times, even though when he was playing as like a low end wide receiver running back like three at times. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Montgomery is good enough when I saw remember last year at the end of the year, he averaged over four yards after contact mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. He's one he's the best in the NFL. Now he has a full year to play that running back role. The team is fully committed to Ty Montgomery. Jamal Williams did not show well in the preseason. I did not like Jamal Williams' tape. I did not like his combine. I liked, remember during the whole draft process, I didn't. I was preaching against him. I was like, I, give me a running back. Give me Aaron Jones. Right. Aaron Jones hasn't showed much as well. Ty Montgomery is the man there. The man in an explosive offense I'm going to take everywhere, uh, every day of the week. I think Ty Montgomery is locked in. It's a top six fantasy running back this year. Wouldn't surprise me if he finishes even higher than six. That's why I said top six and why I have him in every single redraft league that I am in. So you're looking at David Johnson. Yeah. We can we can probably bump Ezekiel Elliott, right? Because yes. I literally just read the news that the six-game suspension got upheld. Oh, it did? So he is out for six games. Oh, it did? Just broke? It just broke. Okay, so he's out for six so games. So you can take David prediction. Johnson off. You got Levy. No, you take Zeke out. You have Levy on Bell. Right. I mean, what did I say? Yeah, David Johnson. Yeah, you could take Zeke out. You got David Johnson, Levy on Bell, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. Those three are pretty much locks. They're pretty much locked in. Okay. And then you have a little bit of uncertainty. I mean, guys like, you know, Demonte Freeman, Melvin Gordon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. Those guys are there. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. And, okay. One of those guys for sure is going to get banged up. That's what I. So those happens. are the guys you're fighting with now to get Ty Montgomery up into the top six. I mean, you can argue with guys like Isaiah Crowell. Sure. Some people will say Jay Jai, but we'll talk about him in a little bit because I have a bold prediction about him as well. Yeah, it's a, it's an uphill fight. To finish top it, six is pretty – like, I don't say top six. Right. Like it's like – I'm saying that that's bold. I mean, I think that's probably shooting – I think getting into the top six is probably shooting for the moon. I would be happy – Personally, if he was if, if he was like a top ten back, okay, and that's I see him more in that range myself ten ten to seven we'll say I I will I'll give you a little but, snippet here I even have a bolder prediction about a running back that's going to finish higher than that okay all right but okay so you, but I, I'm I'm, I'm 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 with you like I said you know I, I'm I, I think he can be a top ten I'm shooting for the moon there at at top six he might be able to just crack that in my opinion okay okay that's fine top six is six is good enough for me. He might be able to just squeak in if one of those other guys, you know, gets injured or kind of falters a little bit. Okay. Another bold prediction on a complete on the same team, opposite spectrum. Jarvis Landry will not finish this year as a wide receiver too. Hmm. I'm a Jarvis Landry fan, right? Right. Right. Uh, his his receptions came down a little bit from lat from the previous year to last year. This is a team that was rumored they were willing to possibly trade Jarvis Landry. I agree. Yes, they, they were. They did not target him very often in the Miami offense. They want to see what they have in Devontae Parker. He's going to be the focal point there. Uh, Jarvis Landry is not a touchdown guy. Jarvis Landry is a PPR guy and solely a PPR guy. That's where his action comes from. Julius Thomas and Devontae Parker will be the guys there. I think you know if his receptions went down from like 90-something to like, eight, like 80, right around there. Uh if they dip a little bit more, it's going to be really hard for him to finish into that wide receiver two role. Doesn't really fit what Jay Cutler wants to do uh, at the receiver. I think he's going to get a little bit of a boost, not to talent-wise, but I think he's going to dip this year and finish right outside those wide receiver twos, uh, which he's been a high-end wide receiver two coming into it. Just doesn't fit what they want to do there. I think he's on his way out. I think they know that he's on his way out, and they're going to look at what they have there in the future. He'll still be a good fantasy option, just not a wide receiver too. I I'm I, I see all your points, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I like a lot of them. I, I like the fact that um, 
you know, I think he does not fit Jay Cutler as well as he fit uh, um, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. So uh, I, I think a lot of the targets are going to be going down down the field to Ryan Tannehill. But I From think – Ryan Tannehill. I mean, uh, Devontae Parker. Parker. Yeah, sorry. He's up next. Um, so I, I, I do think he's going to chip away at a significant amount. Uh, I'm, I still think he could probably finish as a back-end wide receiver too, though. I think he's – Still in the plans enough that he's not going to slide more than ten spots. He was okay. he was wide receiver fourteen in our in our I league still last like him. year. Yeah, I know. So that's what I'm saying. That's a big. You go from like the number one wide receiver two, almost wide receiver one, right, to wide receiver three. I'm being bold here. Right. No, I understand. Uh, and I'm, I remember I'm here to level the, off your boldness a little fine. bit, and I, I, remember, I think he's still going to. If you're going to make up. bold predictions, you got to go like you right. got to go. You got to no, go absolutely. with what you're thinking already. And take it a little bit step farther. I, I totally get it. I get that. And that's why I'm almost incapable of doing this. Bold prediction number right. three. <laughs> Teammate of his, Devontae yeah. Parker, will finish as a top 14 fantasy football receiver this year in PPR leagues. Uh, everything I just said before, it's like, you know, doesn't want, want to do. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Case Williams, uh, Adam Gase is the head coach there. He likes to throw the ball. Jay Cutler loves to throw the jump ball up to his big number one receiver. Devontae Parker fits exactly what Jay Cutler wants to do to a T. He's got really good hands, has a really good uh, leaping ability, and he's got a really giant wingspan. Uh, I think he's going to find get some really good after the catch, sometimes find himself into the red zone, into the end zone, and just find himself in some good touchdown scenarios in there. I think his touchdowns are really good. What can propel him and get in here? Wouldn't finish, surprise me, finishes a wide receiver one, but he's going to be a top 14. Might finish right where we're talking about Jarvis Landry at wide receiver 13. I, I'm totally with you on this one. I think Devontae Parker could absolutely finish as a wide receiver one. And, I mean, he could creep into getting close to that top ten area. So, I'm with you completely on this Oh, you're taking prediction. a step farther. Yeah. He's, Can he's, we that, he's that good. He is ready to break out, and the quarterback situation is perfect for him because he's going to be chucking the ball up to him. Yeah, so maybe now that all the people that got those Devontae Parker shares, I know the momentum's hot now. Uh, maybe you should go out there and kind of like – I always say it. What feels like you're overpaying now turns out to be a great value down the road. So people can look at you and say you overpaid, but then you look back out in a year from now, year and a half from now, I'm like, man, you got a hell of a deal. Go out there and attack. I can't attack him in our league because somebody already tra- traded for him. You're right on. So and he feels the same way I do about right. it. Right. Um, bull prediction number four. Jay Jai, Jordan Howard, and Todd Gurley, all three of them will not finish as running back ones. Wait, a matter of let fact, me let me write that. Hold on. Jordan Howard. Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. And Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Will not finish as neither of them, none of them. None of them. Will finish as a running back one, and one of them won't even finish as a running back two. Are you going to tell me which one, or are you just saying? I'm just saying one of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you may pick one, it'd be between Gurley and Howard. Okay. I don't know. Probably pick Howard, okay. Which is mean because I know he had a really good year and look good, but just I just feel like they're gonna. Crush that guy him. doesn't smell the. He doesn't pass the smell test for me either. To be nope. honest, um, mm-hmm. I could definitely see a big time regression year for Jordan Howard. So I'm with you there. Jay Ajayi, I think is gonna boil down to his health for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not buying it. Yeah, and and Gurley, I mean, that whole offense was such a, a mess. He's his, got a lot to prove. He does have a lot to prove, um, and he's going to have to do it, you know, without the use of catching many passes because that's really not his game. 
Somebody tweeted me like, I don't know why guys always uh, tweet that Gurley can't catch passes. He caught like some. They tweeted me how many balls it was. It was like forty footballs he caught last year. That seemed high. Um, I don't know. But I would never call anybody a liar. No. Uh, he, yeah, he did. He caught forty-three balls. Yeah. So like, dude, I'm tired of this narrative that he can't catch. So he can catch a um, little bit. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, forty-three is not bad for him. Pretty forty-three. Good, actually. Yeah, actually, forty-three is pretty good. Yeah. So um, we, I think I think fair enough because the guy pointed out. And I do look at my Twitter comments. Sure. That we maybe we should stop bullying a little bit on it. Yeah, you're right. It was the year before you only caught 21 balls, which is not that much. Yeah, but you um, still got to rush for over 80 yards t- before you start getting my attention. In just a game, just one game. That's, I'm not asking much. Right, right. He only he did. Come only, on, baby. He did only get 885 Come on, yards. Can we get year. three numbers on that rushing yards? Just once, three mm. three numbers. <laughs> Triple digits, please. Triple digits. Um. All right, so yeah, I mean that is pretty bold that none of them are going to be uh, running back ones. Running back ones, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, if if healthy, Jai obviously could do it pretty easily. Jordan Howard, eh, eh. I could see, I I really could see him taking a big step back. Um, but Gurley, I think has the talent. Oh I just yeah, think, I, I just dude, think the he still offense, definitely has the talent. Right, it's just the the offense. So I'm not I'm not with you there, but okay. I understand that it's bold. So. I still don't hate Gurley. Right, right. It's just I just don't feel good about this situation. Right. Um, bold prediction number five. Andy Dalton will finish this year as a top seven fantasy quarterback. Now, Dan, Andy Dalton has finished as a top five fantasy quarterback twice. Twice. Last time I picked him as, in my bold predictions, they have a break, you know, top ten year. He had a top five year as well. Um, it's just you add in Gio Bernard. You add Joe Mixon. Both those guys can catch the ball well. I think Jeremy Hill is just a fade out. But both those guys catch the ball well. You have A.J. Green. You have right. Tyler Eifert. You bring in the speedster John Ross. A lot of weapons there in Cincinnati. The defense is kind of somewhat taking a hit over the years, so they could be trailing a lot of games as well, looking to get the ball downfield. I think this all helps Andy Dalton, who knows the offense damn perfectly now at this point. I think he finishes this year as a top seven fantasy quarterback. What say you? Um, the ginger ninja, uh, he never really, he never really is my, he's not really my type of guy. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he, he doesn't have the right pizzazz for me to be a run, a quarterback one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where he is, is he is, you know, he'll shoot up there every, every now and again. So this might be his year. So, um, I thought he was due. Yeah, he's probably, he, he probably is due. Uh-huh. Um, so you're just you're going with me just on the do-ness. He probably is due, to be honest. That baby's ready to pop. But she's nine months in a day. To me, I mean, like him and like Eli Manning, those kind type of guys just kind of have these years every once in a while that are yep. really really good. So you do I have can to throw look, Eli in this too, right? You do have to throw those. You have to throw them in there every once in a while. Um. So you know, top seven. Top seven's too high for me, man. Top seven. Top seven's too high for me. Bold prediction yeah, number top, five is top seven. <laughs> top seven's still too high for me, man. Um, I, I I'll go top ten. I'm not gonna go top seven. That's as high as that's as high as I'm going, man. Okay. Bold prediction number six. Terrell Pryor fizzles in Washington, outscored by Jamison Crowder and Jordan Reed on the same team. Has an okay year. But just not a good, good what he was looking for going to Washington. So you're looking at about what, like 800, 850 yards type of type of season for him. Yep, I could see that. Wire I could see, I could see a slow, like a wide receiver three somewhere around there. I could see a slow start and then a and then a uptick towards the end. To be has honest. a game here and there again. Yeah. I think Jamison Crowder and Jordan Reed will both outproduce him. Okay, I can see that. Wouldn't be surprised if he's somewhat like 
not on the same page, but by the end of the year, similar to Josh Dotson. I think they're, I think they know they're not long in a tooth for Terrell Pryor anyways. I know I always throw that slogan out there and I throw it in there out there wrong, but I mean, it's like saying tooth. Yeah, um, that's definitely not the right saying. But, you but know, the first, you know, they're going to see they have in Josh Dotson too. So I think as the year rolls along, they're going to try and feature him a little bit more. Uh, and I think Terrell Pryor fizzles. Okay. I mean, I could see it. I could definitely see that. Bowl prediction number seven. Jamal Charles finishes as at least a running back, too. Has mm. a really strong year in Denver um, and surprises people. For one last big bang, we still get some value, barn healthy, out of Jamal Charles. Helps himself in the receiving game as well. Him and C.J. Anderson are both there. Jamal Charles finishes the year as a running back number two. I mean, that would be awesome um, just from a, you know, a better way to go out than he kind of did limping limping his way out of the league kind of going out um a little bit on top here i guess uh, with a little bit of a resurgence but it is going to be obviously it's going to boil down to if his knee's healthy i mean if his knee's healthy i'm sure he still has a little bit of gas in the tank he's not like older than dirt or anything be bold with that knee um be bold with me i could no, i could see on, i could i think he's definitely a better running back than cj anderson so as long as he's healthy, he's definitely going to Look, you're up. starting to feel the juices flowing through your blood. You're like, yeah. wow, J.C. Yeah, is, is going to oh, be kind of good. Yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, I think he can be a running back two and a half. Somebody just went from six to midnight. Oh, God. All right. No, I, mean, I, I think he can contribute. I, you know, how many games he'll actually be able to contribute, we'll see. Um, but he'll be able to – I mean, he'll be able to definitely put up good numbers in that in that offense. They don't have – you know – the quarterback or anything, they're going to need to rely on the running game. Yes. And, and they think, have the defense. And CJ can catch the ball as well, but I think JC is going to be the guy in there. They rely on get some dumb up passes. He is good enough with the speed. Like I said, the knee holds up. He get close to a thousand yards this year. It's possible. Combined rushing, yes, receiving. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. I see that. Bold prediction. Number eight. Now this is bold. This could be one of my boldest ones yet. Oh, I can't wait to shoot this one down. <clears throat> <laughs> Carlos Hyde. Finishes a year as a top three fantasy running back. Wow. Top three, huh? Here's the reason why. All right, lay, lay your and case I've, out for and me I've been here. Thinking about I... this, I've been thinking about this for a couple days now. All right. Uh, reason number one, he's looking for a new contract, right? Sure. He's finally healthy. This was a running back that had tons of talent come out of Ohio State. We had him as our number one rookie running back when he came out. I know he got d- bumped on the boards a little bit at the time. Uh, you know, people like Bishop Ranky. Some people. There he is, still driving away in the distance, waving out the window of the backseat of the car. Bishop hey. Ranky's on IR, my friend. Oh, so he has a cast on the arm, <laughs> waving out the window. It's a little heavier. Sorry, he's not waving high. He's waving low. Hey. <laughs> Can't hold that cast up for very long. He catches the ball well. He runs the ball well. He looked he, like a completely different running back last night. He's time lost yeah. weight. He lo- he's looked dynamic in the offense. You have Devontae Freeman last year until he got hurt. Was a top eight fantasy running back until he got hurt. You had Devontae, uh, I mean, yeah. You had Tevin Coleman as a top. I meant to say Tevin Coleman there. Was yeah, a top, I was going to say Devontae Freeman was finished a top as eight. a top. He was like six in our league. Yes, he, had, he was a top eight before he got hurt. Devontae Freeman finished as a top six fantasy running back overall. Sure. Right? Tevin Coleman got all his play and all his fantasy points being a top eight running back in the receiving game. Devontae Freeman got his name catches some footballs, but mostly in the running, running game. game. Right. You take Carlos Hyde in that San Francisco offense with not without Julio Jones, without those pan, uh, weapons on the outside. He's going to play both those roles. 
if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, Brian Hoyer is a capable quarterback. He's a smart quarterback that knows when to dump the ball off. Definitely do a short situation. You have a rookie tight end. You got a, a speedster and Marquise Goodwin that goes deep and Pierre's a little bit, you know, Pierre's Pierre. I think Carlos Hyde, by his situation and what he's in and what he's got to prove, is going to have a monster. I just keep coming back. He's going to have a monster year, man. Uh, I know that's really bold to say top three. Well, I mean, that's the name of the game here. But I, I think, honestly, it could be David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and I love Shady McCoy, too. I do. I do. Shady McCoy's situation might be, again, I think he finishes top six. So I'm not trying to see him down. But as, as, to use a rich term, Shady McCoy is not long for the tooth um, <laughs> for the top three. So I could see him getting bumped out. And it might, his focus might be a little bit more. He might be even hurt more by his surroundings. What's sure. going on? Sure. In quarterback and receiver situation. So I think this all puts she, uh, Carlos Hyde into a situation where he can just absolutely explode. And I don't say this is going to be like a long-term thing for Dynasty, but for this year, this year, I feel damn good about Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I that's a bold prediction that um, obviously with Joe Williams going to IR, his only real backup is Mac, uh, Matt Breda. And, you know, that's kind of an unknown thing. And I think we all know that Carlos Hyde has the talent and, you know, it looks like he's going to get the opportunity and he's, you know, changed his body. It looks like. You know, from my physically looking at him, he's changed his body. He was catching passes. He was looking really good doing it. I could definitely see him, you know, obviously barring the health thing, which has been his biggest thing. He hasn't been able to stand the feeling. Kind of on his Shanahan on the running backs, him and his father right. just hold unbelievable fantasy gloriness. I'm right. telling you, Carlos Hyde is the man. It's like, But it's also it's a, it's a double-edged sword because they can hold a ton of value, but it's also like a really fickle thing if he's if he – fumbles it twice or something like that he could be out of the lineup and, and Brita could be the guy so that's um th- those are the downfalls but he's definitely has the upside to do it so um bold prediction i'm with you on this one top three i'm, I'm gonna say he has the potential to be a top three yeah it's my boldest one yeah prediction number nine the movie it will make an ungodly amount of money this weekend <laughs> and finish this year is one of the top grossest films that one of the top grossest films of 2017. Not grossing. Grossest? All the above. Grossing and grossest. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I'm with you on that. I don't think the the clown genre is quite as popular as you think it is. Mark my words. I, I This I feel 100% about. If you And you guys can all help me by go seeing the movie It this weekend. It's going to be fabulous. We're not getting paid for the sponsorship. No, but I love it that much. <laughs> I love if you love the original TV movie version of it. That movie creeped me out till no end. This new one is gonna be unbelievable. Yeah, I was really, really young watching that, and it was creepy as all hell. Okay, I'm gonna go top five. I got a lot of superhero movies. Top ten gross films of the year of the year. Gross okay. films. Okay. Right. Bold prediction. That that wasn't really number nine. No, that was not. Um, bold prediction. <laughs> Ear flaps. Uh, bold <laughs> prediction number nine. After week six of the fantasy season. By the way, that would be the top ten grossest film of the year. Yeah. But, uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> bold <laughs> prediction number nine. After week six of the fantasy season, Alvin Kamara will finish a year, will finish the rest of that from that point on forward 
but the most fancy points on the Saints roster. So you're saying 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, Seven, eight, 16. About uh, well, 10 weeks. Right. About okay. 10 weeks. All right. Um, I mean, I could definitely see that. PPR Bo- Both the guys there, um, you know, Mark Ingram has had a history of, of missing some games. Um, and obviously, you know, Peterson has had that, yeah, that I problem think, in the that's past. The thing. I think somebody's going to get banged up. Right. 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 Kamara's going to be used in the passing game. By then, they're going to feel real good about him in the offense. Uh, and he's just going to be like, boom. We, I just feel like, boom, week in, week out. There you go. Here you go. 10 points, 12 points, 10 points. 12 no, 12 I, points. I I totally see your logic there. Um, I, I'm very interested. I can't really dispute it at this point. I'm just, I don't know how they're going to use these guys. So at this point, I, I can't sit there and say, hey, this guy is for sure. I think Mark Ingram at the beginning of the year is going to get the lion's share of the work, but I don't know that for sure. I mean, this Lore. this first game is against Minnesota. Am I, you know, yeah. are they just going to feed Adrian Peterson this first game just to, you know? He's going to blow his load. Right. I think they're going to feature him that just for him because he's going to run hard. And he's like, man, I'm tired. Right. Mark, you get in their game too. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really hard thing to predict the first few weeks of the season. It's going to take an injury to clear this thing up, to be honest. So if if somebody gets dinged up, you know, obviously things will start to come into focus okay. a little bit. But right now, I'm 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 out of focus with these guys. Bold prediction number ten. It's a little hazy on this one. Oh God, this ought to be a good one. Then. <laughs> okay. if, you, I, if you have to rub the crystal balls, I, I can't, for some reason I can't read this. It could be the other way, but it says Sterling Shepard will outscore Brandon Marshall in fancy points. I thought you were going to go to El Beckham. I was going to you're high. Hail but, to the no. Uh, Bold prediction number 10. Sterling Shepard will outscore Brandon Marshall. I, still I think, don't know how. I still think I you're high. Um, it could. It's hazy, so it might say Brandon Marshall outscores. Yeah. Sterling Shepard, but I don't know how that's a bold prediction. I think you had to recheck that. I think that was just under normal predictions. And okay, it, all right. Well, it's and, pretty bold. Yeah, I'm not with you on that one. I I don't feel um, I don't feel that one. I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. No, I think Brandon Marshall still. You know, he doesn't win with his speed anymore. He no. wins with his size, and yeah. his size is still there. He can still catch the ball. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty damn dominant receiver. Right. I love Brandon Marshall. It's yeah. just bold. It's it's just one I want to squeak in there. You know, you right. need filler. Uh, that that was definitely filler. Some for the people, some for the Giants fans to talk about. Sure, right? sure. We like Giants fans, right? We're men, we're men of the people. Uh, absolutely, I love all fans. Uh, like Ravens fans. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say that, but but I mean, I guess <laughs> that's not true. Because if I met a Ravens fan, we'd still talk and talk fans football. You're I, right. Actually, I, I would just tell him to his face, like I hate your team. Right. And I give him reasons why. He'd be like, All right, I get it. I get it. I mean, you stole our team. Yeah. That's really why. Do you remember? You remember when the Colts left? How do you feel? Oh, you weren't alive yet? Well, if you were, you'd feel terrible, jerk. I'm sure we did. I'm sure I would. All right. Bold prediction number 11. Okay. Marshawn Lynch owners will wish that they trade away Marshawn Lynch when they week when he was hot before the season started, and that he will barely, if barely, be a running back too. Huh. I mean, I could definitely see that. I wasn't thinking that he'd be much more than a running back too. Okay. To be honest, but I mean, it's not like that doesn't hold value. No, certainly. As does. long as you don't, back too. as long as you don't think. I mean, as long as you didn't get Marshawn Lynch thinking you got a running back one, I think you'll be happy. If you thought that, you're going to be disappointed. I bet a lot of people feel that way. 
Really? Like I bet a lot of people do. They just yeah. feel like it's they're thinking beast mode. He's got a year to rest. He's coming out of retirement. He's playing this really good offense. But remember these last two years when he was playing, right, he, he didn't do much. So right. I'm still right now looking for a running back needy team. And before the season starts, and then maybe he has a really good week one, I'm flipping Marshawn. Yeah. Every, all the leagues I got him and I flipped. I picked right. him up in a way for it. I flipped sure. him every single league I had. Uh, d- just the juice isn't worth the squeeze on that one. No, I mean, you just have to know what you're getting. I think he's into that um, uh, Frank Gore type of mode where, you know, if you can get a running back, like a solid running back too, that's great, you know. Like that's who that's who he is nowadays and, and don't expect to have Frank Gore from, you know, five or six years ago when he was getting running back one numbers. Yeah. Damn, I need uh, – I think we're going to have to count that it prediction – in our bold predictions, because I want to have an even 15. I only have 14 here. Okay. So it counts. It counts. So that means we're on number bold. Predi- Remember, the it prediction counts. My prediction is it'll be a top 10 gross in film of the year 2017. Okay. So that means we're on number bold prediction number 13. Our friend, the roller coaster, the muscle hamster, <laughs> Doug Martin, after his, uh, after his after suspension. suspension, will stay fast, will stay hungry. And finishes a high end, and still finished the year as a running back one. Wow, you have high hopes for that the muscle hamster, huh? I think right around like running back twelve. What? what how many games is he missing? Three. Three. I couldn't remember if it was three or four. Um. Okay. Uh, I think it's back to that two thousand. You know, a couple of year ago form. Uh, I think same thing. He has a lot to prove. He wants to get paid. He's really crazy. He's like messed up in the head, dude. It's a little off for me personally. Uh. And I think he's going to play hard. I think he's going to play hungry. And I think he's going to come out here. Again, the best offense he's ever going to play in sure, this sure, year. Sure. Definitely the respect you got to show in the passing game. And I think he's going to finish the year strong out the gates and stay strong and have a really good year. And if he doesn't finish as a running back one because of those first three games, it's going to be pretty damn close. I mean, I could see it. There's definitely guys that miss, you know, three-game stretches and, and still produce enough to get up there. I mean – Jay Ajayi last year started off pretty slow. He didn't get any points in the first game, and and pretty much like the first four games, he wasn't the feature guy, and still ended up um, cracking that running back one status. So I think he, it can be done. You know what that means, though. It means he's got to really produce when he gets back. I know, and I think he will. You know what that means? And I'm not even a Doug Martin fan, right? But that means I think Doug Martin's gonna have more fancy points than Jay Ajayi, Jordan Howard. And Todd Gurley. Well, you—I mean, you did missing bump, those three games. You did bump a few guys out. You did bump a guy, a few guys up into the into the running back one status yeah, here so today. David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Ty Montgomery, Sean McCoy, Carlos Hyde. It's five. You know, Isaiah Correll, six. Melvin Gordon, seven. Devontae Freeman, eight. Eight. Yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. else jumping out on you? Real hot. Um, you said Melvin Gordon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dalvin uh, Cook, Dalvin. Whoa, number sneaking nine in there. I huh? think he's gonna be a running back one. I think he could be for be, sure. There's gonna be three more guys. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be three more guys. They may jump it out like just okay, okay. I mean, Demarco Murray. I think it's Leonard probably Fournette? yeah, Fournette. Maybe Demarco Ten? Murray. I think will still finish as a is a RB one low end eleven, and then we get Doug Martin twelve. There you I go. Admit it. All we right, did it. you did it. He's in. You did, did it. it. Are we missing anybody off the top of our heads? I don't think so. No. Maybe Danny Woodhead. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe Zeke when he comes back. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. You never know. He's missing that's seven games of your fantasy year. I know. Seven. He doesn't come back to week eight. Seven games you miss. He he comes back week eight. Their buys on week seven. So 
Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow, man. I mean, it's awesome if you're a contender and and you can keep him, you know, keep your team afloat until week eight because he's gonna be he's gonna be running like a man possessed. I'm guessing when he comes back in week eight, and he's gonna rule the fantasy playoffs if he is in the playoffs. But yeah, Zeke, tough tough guy to own. I you know, unless you got him via trade, your team might not be in the playoffs anyway, so it might not affect you that much. Okay. Bowl prediction number 14. Will Fuller will catch less balls than the most experienced juggler has ever juggled. <laughs> Which is? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I didn't have time. All right. <laughs> but whatever that number of balls is, I'm going to guess it's got to be at least 12. You think he's going to catch less than 12 balls this year? I don't know. The most experienced juggler's got to have like a lot of balls in play, right? I would imagine. I mean, we could look up Guinness Book I of almost, World Records. I almost made another porn star joke, but I feel like I'm running that right into the ground. Yeah. It can't be a joke if you keep reusing it. Yes. You're, gonna go see well, a, you're not going to go see a comedian do the same set every week. No, you won't. But it's, Unless it was Dave Chappelle. It wasn't funny any of the other times you did it. So sometimes Oh, bull you just crap. To, people tweeted me and said, I, I like that joke. Sometimes you just got to beat him into submission. In <laughs> that place, he's going to catch less balls than somebody in that one movie. Oh, no. One time. Just leave um, it alone. No. Are you looking at the juggler thing? Uh, no. Just, this obviously holds no merit. I just no. think he's terrible. Right. He's bad. Uh, bold prediction. Number 15. One of the Jets receivers will have a quality fantasy year. I think, barring any kind of quarterback play, that... Now, granted, before these news broke, I was going to actually say Robbie Anderson was the guy here, but I had to cross off the list, and I realized just now I crossed him off the list, uh, which leaves us at 14, so it's not an option. So I have no preparation on this. Okay. Uh, So I'm going to say that you know, a lot of debt. You know, my here's my point I was gonna make about Robbie Anderson at least that about he's gonna top 800 yards prior to the curse and curly talk. Okay, they're gonna be behind a lot. The team is terrible. You know how it is sometimes when the teams get down so far. Sure, they start pulling some players on defense. So you sometimes you get a little second team action, and sometimes they just don't even care. And you're gonna get some of those like, you know, 40 yard desperate catches that you know sometimes a touchdown here and there. You know, some garbage. One of those guys is going to be a garbage time king. That might get into the wide receiver three category. I mean. I need to get to 15. Yeah, no, I understand that you need I to I have something written under this line, cross-off line. It was just a sentence, second sentence to the Robbie Anderson. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. They're really bad. But okay, I, I, could see, I could see somebody okay. emerging there. Different bold prediction. Ready? Sure, sure. Ready? Cross that off. Cross that one off. If we edit it, we would delete this. We but we don't. don't edit. That's how the show is so great. It's natural, baby. El natural. So uh, anyway, anyway. No, 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 no prediction. Right. Screw that. Oh, you got the jugglers? Yeah. You were actually guys? really close. The most the most balls juggled is 11 and was achieved by Alex Barron. I was going to say, I said 12. So, yeah. He, who managed 23 consecutive catches in what is known as a qualifying juggle run. Well, I switched this bold fact. Bold statement. <laughs> Will Fuller have less balls catch than a qualified juggle run? <laughs> <laughs> 23. All right. Which is 11. All right. right? Well, we, 11. Oh, that's really 11 balls juggled in, in hey, a qualifying If you're not going to go bold, run. why even go at all? Right. Exactly. All right. all right. Okay. Now let's pretend we just finished that one. Ready? Sure. Next bold prediction. Uh-huh. Duke Johnson. Okay. Will finish as a running back too. I don't see it. Is that bold? 
That's very bold. I think in a PPR game, I think they have no slot receiver. I think Duke Johnson's going to play a little bit more slot receiver than we think. I think he's going to be utilized in a passing game. Uh, he was one of the most elusive running backs in the open field last year, uh, graded out by PFF, one of the top three most elusive running backs. I think he will be utilized in a passing game. He will be Deshaun Kaiser's friend. Brandy Telfort is the starting tight end there. Uh, it's not Njoku. It's not even Seth DeValve. They're going to need a safety net. Kenny Britt is Garbo. I think Duke Johnson is going to help out in a passing game just enough. Same reason we like Darren Sproles. The same reason we like Danny Woodhead, where he's going to finish as a low-end running back, too. Hit him with the dots. Here's my problem with that. Um, Deshaun Kaiser is a better probably downfield passer than he is on the short passes. And that is where I see Duke Val- Duke Johnson's value kind of suffering just a little bit, where he's not going to make quite the RB2 status. You That's- say just a little bit? I'm looking at the complete opposite. I'm going to go, Duke Johnson, how about you just wiggle it just a little bit? Give me those fancy points. Come on, Duke. If if, Guy, if if Kaiser could turn around and get his mechanics straightened out, where he, where those Duke those short Johnson. passes are a little bit more accurate, and and he can lead receivers a little bit better, and get him kind of running into the route a little bit, then yeah, I think that's possible. But you know, it's all going to hinge on the development of Kaiser for me. I can see that. I can see it now. All right, big plays. You're 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 going bold. I'm probably see gonna... it. oh, Duke Johnson catches the bass. Oh, he jukes left. He jukes right. Oh, sweet baby butt cheeks. He scored a touchdown. Duke Johnson. Cleveland Browns won five games. Yeah, that I could definitely see. Go in. I wish I could make a bold prediction. The Browns are going to win seven games this year. But you can't because that's not true. That's just crazy predictions. Right, right. Well, that's it. That's it. This is it. That's it, man. Next week, we're talking about week one. It's crazy, man. I can't we're wait. We're all up in it. We're I deep. Know. We're crystal ball deep up in this sun. <laughs> We're all up in there, son. Man, this is a family show. We're up in there. Dude, Week get, one. Get down before you fall Dude, down. If, if this was on TV, I'd be standing in my chair right now. Uh, Yeah. So this is it. I mean, it's not on TV and you're standing on your chair right now. I know, because I'm just here to entertain you. Right. Uh, So we are, this is it. Week one. Everybody's excited. It's a great, te- you know, it's week one so great. Not only is your fantasy team undefeated, but your favorite NFL team is undefeated, too. We've all got hope. Even as a Browns fan, not Matt. Hope we springs have hope. eternal, except yes. for me. There's always that one team that comes out of nowhere. Uh, so good luck to everybody this season. We'll be here throughout the whole season as well, talking fantasy football, dynasty fantasy football, giving you those little sneaky guys you need to pick up along the way, help right you on. win your championship. So now we did all the pre-work, all the work to get us to this point. But the work does not stop it now. It does not stop now. You got to stay on those waiver wires. It just stays just as hard. It's about knowing those guys that you want to have on your waiver hard. <laughs> Don't give me that look. I know it. It's, it doesn't stay. It's just as it hard. It stays just as hard, guys. As it always is. You got to put in the time to win. You got to put in the time to win. And, you know. Don't be afraid, like, early on, these week ones, to pick up guys that are producing early in the offense just to add to the bottom end of your roster. Don't be afraid to rotate those guys. Will they, most of them stay and stick? Probably not. But there's always those guys that you see that have that one year, that one hashtag, one-to-one year. Hashtag one year, one-year so, wonder. Don't be afraid to pick up those guys. Last year was Tyrell Williams. Um, the year before that, it was somebody. We've had, we've seen them all. Steve Slayton's, we've seen them all. I always try to keep a spot um, kind of at the bottom of my roster just for one of those guys every year and try to pick them up. And shot in the dark guy, you know, hopefully this Flex pans start, out. Yeah, possible absolutely. start. Yeah, and, then, and then at the end of the year, you flip them for something, and he never does anything again. And you got them off your waiver wire, so he's free. So we'll talk about those guys. We'll help you throughout the year. Uh, stay loose. Stay friendly. 
stay on Twitter. Stay classy. You can hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter that way. Make sure you check out Dynasty Nerds every single day. We're going to have awesome content on there every single day, of course, to help you get through the season. Sneaky players, weekly pickups, um, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Right on. Make sure if you have iTunes, and I don't know, cause I always say iTunes, so I don't know another way to review the podcast, and the only way I check it is iTunes. If you have iTunes, take, take, I told somebody it takes 38 seconds. Somebody told me, told me it took a little bit longer. Take a minute and a half of your time. Get on there. Leave us a rating review. Right on. It's the easiest way to for, for free to help the podcast. It Am is. I right? Yes, it is. And I love to read them. And Rich loves it. We're only two away from uh, 370. Nice. The March to 400 continues. Continues. So we need your help from that way. If you want to sort support the site financially, again, mm-hmm. we have to pay our writers. We got to pay for the podcast. Uh, we don't beg, but I'm begging now. There's a donations page. Even if you donate a dollar, we love you. Mm-hmm. We love you. And another way to support the site is to buy an awesome t-shirt the shirts are comfy the most comfortable t-shirt ever so not only if you want to just increase your chance of winning your league and have more fun that way look good doing it mm-hmm. you want more high fives in your life <laughs> guaranteed buy dynasty nerds t-shirt i was wearing one at the park uh brought the kids to the uh playground and some guy was looking at me i swear he wanted to give me a high five dude <laughs> true story right true story every time i wear my dynasty nerd shirt i get some looks mm-hmm. every time and I'm just waiting for that one guy to come to me and give me that high five. I just I the complete stranger be like, high five. High five, buddy. And I'm going to be like, it's going to be the greatest moment Yes, of my life. it will. Um, and you can be you in that Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. Absolutely. Most comfortable t-shirt you'll own, and you'll look good. Hey, whatever sex that you like to mate with, guaranteed. Guaranteed to give you a little boost. Yes, sir. Hey, if you want to get in the sack with somebody, the first thing they got to do is look at you, right? Hey, that's that's. We're it. talking about getting some looks, right? Yes, Absolutely. We don't know why they're looking at us. Mm-mm. Maybe they want to get a little freaky. 50-50. Who knows? With you, 60-40. Me, 40-60. <laughs> that's all right. I like my odds. Um, and that's it. And, of course, uh, is that it? That's all I got to say? Oh, that and download Maisie. Download Maisie. It's an then, awesome app, man. We'll be back next week, hopefully talking about how the Browns are 2-1-0. Oh. Yeah. And maybe the Dolphins and Bucks will play. Who knows? But pay attention, because you might have to sit Jay Jai. Yes, you might sir. have to sit Jameis Winston, Mike Evans. Some big time players out yeah, there. Devontae, yeah, Devontae. Devontae yeah. Parker. Devante How are you going to be a top 12, 14 fantasy receiver if you're not playing week one? Well, you play week two. Damn, you're good. Yeah. That's why you don't, that's, don't, don't stay bold. Stay classy. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Well, good luck to everybody, and we'll see you back here next week. When the going gets hard. The hard gets pumping. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.